0: okay people it is that time for another episode of echo chamber and as we do we're gonna start off with the uk box office top 10 for the weekend of the 3rd to the 5th of february so people at number 10 this week it is babylon Okay, so this is Damon Chavezel's new film. He wrote and directed. It's starring Brad Pitt, Margaret Robbo, Gene Smart, Olivia Wilde, Diego Calvez, Jimmy Ortega. At number nine, people. It's uh, doing its creepy little thing. It's Megan. So this is written by Kayla Cooper directed by jared johnstone and it's starring alison williams violet mcgraw jenna davis amy donald jen van epps at number eight we have got a um it's one of those music tour documentary films right it is bts yet to come in cinemas um directed by oh young dong okay so people that means we're at number seven and at number seven is spielberg's new joint it's the fablesman he wrote it along with tony kushner um michelle williams gabriel lablue paul danu judd hirsch seth rogan matthew zapian and keely carsten all right so we're at number six covered this a few weeks back it is lions gates plane Okay, so this is the new one from Gina Francis Riquet and written by uh, Charles Cumming and JP Davis. Starring Gerald Butler, Mike Coulter, Youson Ann, Daniela Pineda, Paul Ben Victor, Remy Adeyeke, Joey Slotnik. Okay, so we are now in our top five. That is right, people. And at number five, it's that film everyone's talking about. It's The Whale. Right, Darren Aronofsky. It is written by Samuel D. Hunter. And it is starring Brendan Fraser, Sadie Sink, Ty Simpkins, Hong Chow. Samantha Moulton um, JC Sink At number Four people It's Kafan. Okay so it, Yeah it's one of those Bollywood joints Right not really Any info It's directed by Siddhartha Anand Who um, Came up with the story And the screenplay is from Shinda. Raghaban. At number three, it's Knock at the Cabin. The new one from M. Night Shalaman. He co-writes with Steve Desmond and Michael Sherman. It's starring Dave Batista, Jonathan Groff, Ben Aldridge, Nikki Amuka Bird rupert grint abby quinn Kristen Koo so people our number one our number two film this week finally off the top avatar the way of water yes cameron directs and co-writes along with rick jaffa and amanda silver zoe salander Kate Winslet, Sam Worthington, Steve Sigourney Weaver, Stephen Lang, Giovanni Rabiski. You know what I mean? So our number one film, it's Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. So Joel Crawford, Jamal Mikado, direct the film. And it is written by Paul Fisher and Tommy Swordlow. And we got a voice cast of Antonia Bandares, Salma Hayek, Harvey Gillon, Florence Pugh, Olivia Coleman, Rav Winston, Samson Quay, John Malagny, Wagner Mura, Divine Joy Randolph yes people there we go there we go so that's our films right that's the top 10. i think we um get into our review, shall we all right let's go okay people first up we have a shudder original it is time for skin Marink. Okay, people. So, I checked out a new Shudder joint, right? It is called um, skin a Marink. I feel that's how it's pronounced, right? It is written and directed by Kyle Edward Ball, you know? um, Yeah, it's, it's Definitely a different type of uh it's definitely a different type of thing, It's um Ball's feature directorial debut as well, you know. Uh the film is produced by Dylan Pierce and executive produced by Edmund Rote, Ava Carvenen, Josh. Duke and Jonathan Barkin Jamie McRae handles cinematography Joshua Bookhalter um, also helps out with some direction and our cast well people we have got um, Ross Paul plays the dad Jamie Hill plays the mum, and Dali Rose Tetort plays Kaylee, and Lucas Paul plays Kevin. Uh, Kaylee and Kevin are the children, okay? And the gist is this. Two children wake up in the middle of the night to find their father, is missing, and all the windows and doors in their home have vanished. Yeah, this, it's, um, is it's a, it's a weird one, right? It, it's a weird one. I, I, you know, and I think it's getting a lot of traction, right? But I feel the traction is more from the production, right? It's not, well, I didn't really like the film, but I didn't like the film because it was fucking hard to watch, right? Hard to watch, not for, like, you know, there's some terrible stuff, right? No, it's the way it's shot, right? It When you're watching it, it feels like you're watching this old kind of Max, you know, it's grainy footage. Um, a bit like we're watching a uh baby monitor as well, right? So it's all grainy, lot of like flickering screens, and it's very dark. So it just messed my eyes up, man. Oh my gosh, it messed my eyes up because they're in the dark, right? And you've got these kids, and like you know, to keep ki- trying. Not feel alone. You have them. Watching like old TV shows. And cartoons. Right. They build a fault in the the living room. Right. Blankets and pillows. And all of that kind of stuff. You know the kind of stuff you do as a little kid. Right. So they do that. And they're watching. And so it's all this flickering. And like weird angles. And so it's. Man killed me it killed me so yeah like now he he is kind of like he used to run this youtube channel right bite Size nightmares i believe it was called where he would get people to tell him about their nightmares right and then he would use those stories to make short films you know, And so this kind of sprung from that. He made a, you know, a proof of concept film back in 2020 called Heck. And this is a longer version of that essentially. All right, So you know, right, a lot of it, we're, we're hearing the kids talk and this weird voice and all of that, but it's not necessarily on the screen you know always we'll see the back of the kid's leg got head from a weird angle so these things certain things are going down but we don't see it see it properly which you know got man props to the dude for kind of finding this way to tell this story and this kind of different approach right it's kind of genius You know what I mean? It's different, and we're all about different stuff. Now, as I said, look, it messed my eyes up, but I think if your eyes are good, you'll you'll be fine with it. And if you like stuff like, um, you know, Blair Witch, and what's it? Is it something activity, nocturnal activity? some supernatural activity those films there's been a few of them right i feel if if those were your jams then this might work for you right there was that other film last year from uh i think it was from fantasia um no or no it's final girls it was final girls last year right uh we're all going to the um National Fair, something like that, right? Ah, I know that it's not overly helpful, but yeah, is it, you know, I think that not quite the same, but I think again, if that's kind of your jam, then Skinner Mark may work for you, you know. So um, yeah, it's on shudder So if you've got a shudder account, you can check it out, right? But yeah, it's. It's different. It's definitely different. Got a creepy vibe. You know? Definitely got a creepy vibe. So yeah, people. If you like weird horror, this could be just up your boat. Just up your boat? Is that an expression? I don't fucking know. Anyway, people, yeah. Skinem um, skinnerick. Skinamarink. There you go. Okay, so now we've got a new Signature joint, right? It's an Australian film. It is Seriously Red. Okay, people, so we have a new joint from Signature. It is an Australian uh, drama romance music film. And it's called Seriously Red. Okay, so it's from director Gracie Otto. And it's written by Crew Boylan. The film is produced by Sonia Barella, uh, Robin Kershaw, and Timothy White. It's executive produced by Ying Ye, Simone White, uh, Deanna Weir, Stephen Sharkus, David Rod, Josh Peranza, Joel Perlman, John Partridge, Lisa Ozillo. Danny Nozzell, DJ McPherson, Robert McKay, Michelle Croom, Olivia Humphrey, Claire Answorth Hirschnor, Gary Hamilton, Karina Frazier, Jack Christian, uh, Rose Bryan, James Brown, Rob Bolan, Haley Bailey, and Jenny Answorth. It is... Oh, Jessica Carrera also produced the film. Um, And Lois Randall co-produced. Cesare skabaziski handled the music toby oliver on cinematography kate hickey and deborah burt edited the joint penny southgate was on production design art direction was karen ballantyne and matty croker costume design was tim Chapel. Hair and makeup, we had Fiona Willard, Desiree Vogeloskan, Natalie Stanfield, Luke Zippel, Cassie Hanlon, Anna Gray, and Karen Flewell-Smith. Our cast, well, we have got Crew Boylan. She plays red. Um, we have got Francis played by Thomas Campbell. That's her best friend. Then there is, um, Hmm. Do do do. Her grandpa played by Tony Barry. Um, there is Wilson, played by Bobby Carnaval. We got Teeth, played by Celeste Barber. EP, played by Rose Bryan. Uh, Kenny, played by Daniel Weber. Uh, we got Forbes, played by Todd LaSance. Viv, played by Gene Kitson. Lionel, played by Wayne Blair. Veronica, played by Sarah Sue. George Michaels, played by Dustin Clare. Tom Blair McDonnell. Uh, Danny Minogue's there. We have Taylor Swift, played by Jonathan Walsh. Betty, played by Sophia Forrest. Martini McFly, played by Kaki Connors. Uh, A young version of Red. Is played by India Donahue. Doc Connell is played by Nell Campbell. Um, We've got Elton John played by Gregory Andrew. Freddie Mercury played by John Blunt. Madonna played by Venus Amore. Okay. There's a lot of other drag acts and whatnot here. But that's probably our main lot. Now, the gist of the film is this. So, Red is at a crossroads in her life. A vicarious and hilarious red-haired woman grappling with high expectations and low self-esteem. She pours herself a cup of ambition and trades her 9-5 to career in real estate for a life under the spotlight as Dolly Parton. After misreading her work party's dress code, Red tumbles out of bed into a new world of tribute artists and impersonators. In her wild and messy journey that includes romancing Kenny Rogers' impersonator, Red has to lose herself in order to find herself. So that's the film. And... ah, This one, right... I mean, I thought it might be a musical. I'm glad it was not. There are some songs, but nothing too crazy, which is always a good thing in my book. Uh, It's, I don't know, man. It's an odd film, right? I found it an odd film because I felt that there was all of this potential to take us on this journey, right? Right? Of someone trying to find real happiness. But I I just don't think it went far enough. I think it skirted around the edges, you know? Because we we have this woman who's, for whatever reason, right? And I don't think we really get why she loves Dolly Parton, Right? Quoting her all the time And all of that jazz. So she loves Dolly Parton And She Likes to have fun Now we don't really know Why she Doesn't seem to like herself Because You know like the whole Breast thing Only one Person seems to say something Right. And it's not like it's a creep. You know what I mean? Like, so. I, you know, we don't really see the struggle there. And then she just falls into this whole dolly thing. Uh, like, the makeup thing is weird. because She's a girl. She wears makeup. So it was just bizarre that, you know, she didn't really seem to know how to put up makeup properly. Right? But she is wearing makeup earlier on in the film. So you're just like, oh, I don't really understand what's going on here. But anyway, right? So we have all of this going down. And I don't know. It's it's fine. But yeah, again, it's, you know, we have this whole crutch situation which just seems to come out of the blue, right? And so it's like what do you actually want to do? Right, because it's not like at the start she's like, I want to be a impersonator I want to do this, like we don't really see anything and then suddenly she's doing this thing and now she really wants, she, this is what she wants to do right, but it's not like she's great at it this is the big thing is it's, it's just these random things that kind of get thrown together and then we're meant to go with it right but it's like she says she says at times that she's you know she's about being herself and you know the honesty of it all but then it's living life as dolly parton which you're like But why? Why? Why would she do this thing? Like, she says she doesn't get this thing done for anyone else but her. But seems hurt that people aren't like, oh, my God. Right? But then we don't explore those emotions. You know, we kind of tiptoe around these things. We touch upon it on surface level. But we never go into any real Depth, And I think the, the, the strength would have been in the depth Yeah You know That's where I feel this would be Like the relationship with her mother Like right? the relationship with her best friend Just all of these things Going into actual depth Would have really Just propelled this film Right The whole Kenny situation Again, like going into it like we he touches upon some stuff, but it's all just oh, this happened, so this is what I do and it's like okay, but what what else is there there's more there is more to that it's not just that, you know, and that's what just felt very uh, it just made it feel very flat, right it is yeah, I don't know. I don't know, right? There's, I think when we see her peeing outside, like, that kind of just set the tone. It set the tone for things, and you just were like, oh, I don't think this is going to deliver on what I want. I don't think I, right, even at the end, it goes to a place where you're like, okay, but how do you get there? right, we're meant to believe that from that to that, right, and it wasn't even a, well, this is starting out, it's like, boom, no, we're going into this thing, right, and that, I think that's the thing that kills it, it's just like, well, all of these things take time to build, and to try and claim, like, this huge success, and all of this out of nowhere, right, because it's like, Finding self-esteem isn't just, it's like a light switch. It's there. That's a journey in itself. And we don't see these journeys, right? We don't see these journeys. That that, is just the thing that I I just was disappointed, right? You've got Wilson, and with this character, he's doing all of his stuff, and then he drops this knowledge at one point. And you're just like, okay, why isn't he dropping it with anyone else? Right? Why is he even doing this thing if that's his view on it? Right? So that's another thing to go into. And we just don't. Man, it felt like there was so much fertile soil here that just does not get sowed. Which, a real shame. It's a real shame. Like, it's not like... You know, we got terrible performances or anything like that. I just feel we have a story that isn't fully utilized. You know? Now, I'm sure it's going to work for plenty of people. Right? I'm sure it will. You know, it just doesn't... It just, oh, man, I was just wanting more that's it, I was just wanting more right? but if you like, oh it's trying to find, think of something which this kind of resembles you know, but you've got this whole karaoke drag kind of thing so you know, I mean you kind of think Wu, was it Wu Fang Wu Fang 2 you know what I mean, That that one with like Patrick Swayze and Wesley Snipes and all them peoples, right? There's an element of that, I feel. Um, yeah, I can't, you know, there's so many, just so many films, right? So many films. But yeah, if, if you enjoy um a kind of a campy, just randomish romp then Seriously Red could very well be the film for you. It drops on Monday, people. So, yeah, there, there you go. Okay, so we're going to bring it home with another Shudder original, people. Yeah, this is a nice one, right? It is time for. Attachment. Okay, people. So, my girl Callia hooked me up with a new Shudder original. It is called Attachment. It is written and directed by Gabriel Bier Gislasson. Um, the film is Produced by Thomas Heinenson Executive produced by Henrik Zian And also uh, on production is Ida Brunner Johan Kayar hands all this music Um, Vladimir Wing Leisner is on cinematography. Nicoline Logstrup edits the piece. Casting was Jesse Frost. Christina Kovac is on production design. Art direction is Thomas Carlson. Um our cast. We have got um Josephine Park as Maya. Ellie Kendrick plays Leah. Uh, Sophie Grable plays Hannah, Leah's mother. Um, David Densick is Lev. Um, Her cousin? Uncle? It's Hannah's husband's brother, I believe. I think it's something like that. Um, we have got a young Leah played by Eleanor Zineda. Um Rachel is played by Philippa Marcellia Olson Olson. Um, then there's the tailor, played by Lado Hadzik. The neighbor, played by Katrine Genesis. Uh The butcher, played by Hannah Sean. The baker, played by Zevik Pearl. So the gist of the um, film is this. Maya. A Danish has-been actress falls in love with Leah, a Jewish academic from London. Leah suffers a mysterious seizure, and Maya returns with her to London. There she meets Leah's mother, Hannah, a woman who could hold dark secrets. And there's definitely some dark secrets here. This film is... It is really interesting, right, because it's something that is merging um, like Jewish folklore into this reality where you're wondering, is there something supernatural happening or is this all psychological? right? Is it in the mind? Is it just worry and concern? You know, it is, yeah, really interesting. It's very subtle, right? And I say subtle because the, it, it, there's just these movements and expressions that really tell a lot, right? Without overly going, this is what's going down, you know I mean, it's just all about these little things, right, these looks, these expressions, and it's, oh, it's really well done, it is really well done, because I think the relationship between Maya and Leah, you believe, right, and You can understand the things that happen, right? It's, you know, you can go, it's messed up. You can go, why doesn't this person ask questions? You know, but like, I think when you're in a situation like that, you could see people, I need to protect, I need to do, you know, and just doing these things. But. It just, uh, yeah, it's, um, (laughs) oh man, it's just a great little story. Because the nuance to it all is pretty fantastic, right? It just keeps you guessing, keeps you on your toes all the way through. But you just really, you just don't know. Right, there's, there's things that you suspect and then you learn something later on and you would be like, oh, so that was, hmm, okay, right, and so you're just constantly wondering, right, wondering, oh, is this really going where I think it's going or is this something else, like how is this unfolding, You know, and once a lot of relevant revelations do come out, you are like, oh fuck, that makes a lot of sense. Right? I I I can definitely see why. You know, there's there's you're gonna feel certain ways about certain characters, but yeah, once information drops, everything will possibly change, which is just great. It is it is it's, oh the end is oh, the end is so fucking man, it's a tough one. It it really is. Uh well I say towards the end, not the end end because the end end just leaves you with like certain thoughts. Certain thoughts, but that's not in a bad way. It's not in a bad way at all. We get Fantastic performances, fantastic performances from the cast, because it is very much dependent on how they bring this to life, right? The emotions they drive through, because if you do not believe in the relationships, if you do not believe in the glances, the movements, this film does not work right it just doesn't work so man just everyone involved has done such a fantastic job you know and and just this the way this story was weaved together man if you like like an intelligent drama you know if you like a story that just keeps you guessing then I would definitely say that um, attachment is for you. Like, oh, you know, trying to think of what you could compare it to, I'm, I'm not quite sure. You know, not yet. Yeah, I, I, I can't really think of, you know, just the, the, the kind of, sp- I guess the menu completely different film but something that just had you thinking right there's just something that had you thinking all the way you know it's just one of those types of stories i yeah if you like a horror that is steeped in mysticism right in folklore in, you know, giving you something that isn't necessarily exactly what you're expecting, then attachment, people, is definitely, definitely for you. It's on Shudder. So, um, yeah, go check it out. Okay people, so As we draw to a close On another episode Right We are going to take a look At um, Yeah, what's going down in the world of film You know what I mean So, right We're getting a lot of sequels And remakes and all of that And uh, yeah The new one is splash so um yeah sarah rothschild has come on board to write the film right well there was a first draft written by marja lewis ryan and rothschild is going to uh do her thing with that right um Yeah, it looks like, um, gosh, who else is on board? I believe that, I don't know. I thought there was a director. I'm not quite sure, people. But to be honest, I don't really care. You know, are you really looking forward to that one? Uh, Another one, which is just kind of random and out there right but it's not a surprise because we've had what's the um one with the knife jason halloween right we've had halloween come back with nightmare on elm street come back that scream come back now it's time for i know what you did last summer yeah man there was one film that i didn't like the films man I'm going to be real with you. I don't like the films. But at least the first one, I don't know. People were talking about that. And then there were three more. <laughs> three more trash-ass films. Boy. Yeah. So, it looks like Neil H. Moritz might be back as producer. um, And Lee... McKendrick is going to write the script with uh, Jennifer Kaitan Robinson set to direct. Right? Um, now, word is uh, what's her name? Jennifer Loz Hewitt and Freddie Prince Jr. are coming back. No words on the other characters. Or did they die? I don't know. I cannot remember, people. Can't remember. Ain't gonna lie to you. Okay? So, right, with Game of Thrones killing it, um, House of Dragons supposedly is fire. I still have not got round to watching that, people. But George R.R. R. Martin, you know what I mean? He, he's in demand you know ain't and instead of finishing the book series why not just throw yourself into more more other things right so one of these short stories is being brought to life not as a TV series this time out it's going to be a film right which you're like okay so the um the book is in the lost lands right and, ah, uh, when I read who's on board to direct and star, I de- I was a bit like, I don't care anymore. Oh, man. Paul W.S. Anderson is directing, right? And you know what that means, right? His wife, Mila Djokovic, will be starring. And... Event Horizon is still one of my favorite friggin' films, man. Love that film. So good. So good! But the stuff that has come after, oh, it's just stunk. I watched Monster Hunter. <laughs> that was so bad. Oh my gosh, that was so bad. Uh, you'll find it in last year's episodes, man. But yeah, they're on board, right? So basically, right, this film is about a a character called Grey Alice, uh, Alice, right? She's a dangerous and feared sorceress hired by a desperate queen. Alice is sent to the ghostly wilderness known as the Lost Lands and with her guide, the drifter Boyce, they must outwit and outfight man and demon. So um yeah, Djokovic will be playing Alice and De Batista is playing Boyce. So uh, yeah, that like it's been done. They filmed it. It's in post-production now. We don't know um who else is I mean, mm, no, don't know who else is in it. It's being directed by Constantin Warner and Jeremy Bolt and Jonathan Meinsner wrote the uh, screenplay. Okay. All right. So, um, you might have been fans of Talented Mr. Ripley. Or strangers on a train. Well, there is going to be a film about the author, right? It's called Switzerland, and Helen Mirren is going to be playing Patricia Highsmith, right? Um, it is basically right, Highsmith is late in life living in solitude in the Swiss Alps and a uh, literary agent called Edward comes to try and get her to uh, write one more Tom Ripley book so she scares him away but before they know it they're collaborating on stuff so um yeah there you go uh it is um being produced by gabby tanner troy loom age andrew mason jim robinson and kurt martin uh it's being directed by anton Kroblinge. right so uh yeah i don't know We'll see what happens with this one, shall we? Okay, so now this sounds like it could be fun, but stupid, right? It is Ballerina Overdrive. (laughs) Yes, that is correct, people. Um, It follows a troop of ballerinas who find themselves fighting for survival. As they attempt to escape from a remote inn after their bus breaks down on the way to dance competition. <laughs> it's being directed by Vicki Jusen. Um, and Kate Frund wrote the script. Right? It's being um produced by David Litch and Kelly McCormack along with Annie Marta, with Heidi Moneymaker and her sister Renee handling the choreography for the dance vibes. Okay? So, um, it's starring Lena Headley, right? Yara Shahidi, Isabella Merced, Lena condor uh, millicent simmons and iris apatow so um yeah they're gonna be out of ballerinas right so uh yeah we'll see what happens with that now i mean look it, as i said it sounds ridiculous but it could be fun could be fun right the big thing about it like, come on now, most ballerinas are anorexic, right? They're not eating, so the fact that we're going to have these, these ballerinas be kicking butt is kind of hilarious, because one punch and their brittle bones will probably break. But I'm down for some fun, you know? Okay, so um, we're getting another film about a famous writer. This time, it is Susan Sontag, right? And Kirsten Stewart will be playing her. And it is from Kirsten Johnson. She's going to be directing, right? Uh, It's going to be documenting four specific chapters in the author's life, right? So, yeah. Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll see, right? It's kind of being based around Ben Moses' biography of the author, right? It, it sounds like it's going the route of uh, Jobs because that's what that kind of did. Took these moments and and then kind of made a film about that. So, you know, we'll we'll see what it says. It's being produced by Gabrielle Tanner. Um, yeah, you know. Um, Kirsten Johnston Is also No um, Yeah, Kirsten Johnston Is also co-writing The screenplay Right, with Lisa Crone Um, So uh, Yeah We will see what happens With that one Right Um, Now we know We're getting a new uh, Planet of the Apes, right? Um, It's called Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. And, uh, yeah, it's got a, you know, not a bad cast and all of that kind of jazz. It's being... I cannot remember who the frack is directing um it is being written by josh friedman rick jaffa amanda Silva, and patrick Ason. right there, are um doing the script but we have got a new um a new member of the cast a new member of the cast people yes that is right It is um, Daikhan Lackman, she is joining on, you know, um, along with, right, Owen Teague, Freya Allen, Peter Macon, Ika Darville, and Kevin Durad, so, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, it could be interesting it could very well be interesting so i'm happy to uh check it out yeah i mean those those weren't bad films you know i mean so um yeah we've got a little bit of story right so um numerous ape societies have grown from whence the caesar um brought his people to an oasis whilst humans have been reduced to a feral-like existence. In the years since, some groups have never heard of Caesar, while others have contorted his teaching to build burgeoning empires. In this setting, one ape leader begins to enslave other groups in an effort to find leftover human technology at the same time another ape who watched his clan be taken embarks on a journey to find freedom with a young human woman becoming key to his quest she has plans of her own though bum, bum, bum. of course she does you know what i mean i hope there's no bestiality that would just be wrong okay let's lo- lo- let's put let's go with this one all right so word came recently from old bob eiger that uh disney are going to be working on sequels some a uh, free new sequels, right frozen so that's frozen free They're doing a sequel to Zootopia. So that'll be the second of those films. And another Toy Story, which makes that the fifth. Right? Which, uh, yeah. Man, that's kind of crazy, right? Especially when, you know, the third film was going to be it. You know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, you look. All those films, the past films, were ridiculously popular. So you can uh, definitely see why, why they might do it. I mean, the main thing is that the story is good, right? Mm, I mean, they're you know, new things are always great, but they are bringing out some new shit. So ah, fuck it, it's not for me, but it will be for some people's. But people, that is us we are done um enjoy your film watching and i believe next week i will finally be able to drop an interview i have had to sit on for a while because i couldn't get it fucking edited but it's finally coming people along with some other shit that i am looking forward to drop on you until then no I right? we out peace